Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. The Continental Classic Tournament continues, and one of the favorites to win this entire tournament took an L in this very underwhelming AEW collision that took place the same day as NXT's deadline. What's going on, folks? Welcome back again to Snug Wrestling with me, your host. My name is Edgar, and we are going to break down all the shenanigans that went down in AEW collision in Montreal, Canada from December 9th. Didn't really feel like I missed much because I decided to watch NXT instead live over Collision and I think I made the right choice. So let's get into it, AEW Collision, let's go. The first match was the Continental Classic Tournament with two guys with lots of history and they know each other very, very well. And I'm talking about Eddie Kingston versus Claudio. Eddie needs to get a win badly in order to gain his first three points and avoid elimination. Claudio is still in it with three points and Eddie Kingston is ready to go and he's all fired up. And he even did a picture-perfect suicide dive on Claudio at the start of this match. Eddie was over here flying like a cruiserweight claudio was also looking good in this match ready and willing to throw down with eddie kingston claudio was in total control for the better part of this match and eddie poor old eddie was looking really winded and all kinds of beat up it looked like eddie kingston had no way of winning this match at least that's what it seemed even though claudio still looked fresh as a daisy in this match claudio did the job for eddie after eddie got a surprise roll up on Claudio and picked up his first three points in the tournament. Eddie and Claudio went nearly the entire 20 minutes of this match and Eddie, he's on the board now. John Moxley had another one of his promos somewhere in the back of the arena where Mox, in a very Mox fashion, told Swerve to pack a lunch because it's going to be a long night in a very cool and badass way, man. Hook gets an interview and an interruption by Wheeler Yuta who is now also carrying a title from Ring of Honor. Like John Moxley, Yuta tries to sound like a tough guy and challenges Hook to a match with FTW rules, which basically means no disqualification. Yippee. Willow versus Mercedes Martinez. Diamante comes out with Mercedes and lets her presence known early in the match by getting involved, causing distractions for Mercedes to take the advantage. Diamante kept getting involved until Willow had enough and took out Diamante and Mercedes was in control. Mercedes took Willow to Suplex City, then lifted the much bigger Willow on her shoulders in Razor's Edge form and slammed Willow hard on the map. Boom, the slam looked fucking great. But Willow no-sold it and got a surprise roll-up on Mercedes and won. Just like that, out of nowhere, after all of that. And that finish made no sense. Diamante and Mercedes attack Willow after the match. And Chris Statlander comes out for the save. Chased out the heels with chain in hand. The Nameless, Daddy Magic, and Cool Hand. Why do I call them the Nameless? Well, before they were named the JAS, the Jericho Appreciation 
Association Society. Now they're just Cool Hand, Daddy Magic, and Jake Hager. Jake Hager is also with them yelling about Dan Housing and that stupid purple hat still. So that's still going on. The bad comedy continues because now Paige, Anna Jay, and Ruby Soho appeared during this interview and it got even more cringe because Ruby was wearing a Cool Hand shirt or looked like Cool Hand merch and Paige got upset over this and told Ruby Soho she needs to prove herself to Paige and prove that Ruby Soho is not going to leave. And the way that Paige is going to make Ruby Soho prove all of this is by having a match versus Riho. So we're going to get a match between Ruby and Riho at some point down the line. So thanks Paige for giving us that match that no one wants or needs to see. Wardlow versus Willie Mack. We get a beefy match full of slapping of the meat because Willie Mack is no small fry. Willie's looking to get some revenge for his pal O.A.R. Fox and Willie was taking the fight to Wardlow before Wardlow turned Willie Mack inside out with a big beefy lariat and that's where Willie Mack's lug turned to shits because Wardlow lifted up Willie Mack high up above for a big powerbond symphony and before the ref can even call off the match Wardlow was already halfway down the ramp because he just won and walked away. We get a cold match, a very, very cold match between Ethan Page and Kenny Omega. And I mean cold. Colder than the tournament matches because Ethan Page last week decided to wake up and challenge Kenny Omega for no reason. Ethan said, I'm from Canada. Kenny, you're from Canada. So let's have a match. And who's the heel here? Who's the baby face? We don't know. Ethan Page is going into this match not at 100% because it was said that Ethan Page got put through a table on Thursday night at the Ring of Honor show. However, I'm pretty sure this episode of Collision was recorded on Wednesday, so that has an interesting timeline. Ethan Page looks in way better shape than before. Ethan Page was never in bad shape, but has definitely slimmed down since the last time we saw him wrestle in AEW. Because this was a babyface versus babyface match, I'm assuming there was no heat spot where the babyface fights from underneath. There was no comebacks. There was no cheating. It was just two guys taking turns doing moves on each other. And that's exactly what they did throughout this entire match until Kenny Omega hit his one wigged angel and beat Ethan Page clean one, two, three. After the match, Big Bill attacked Kenny Omega to remind everyone that Kenny Omega and Jericho are the number one contenders for the tag team championships in case anyone forgot. CJ Perry has an interview and an interruption. CJ Perry did a great job of putting her client Andrade over. Miro must have been eavesdropping around the corner because he shows up and heard everything his wife was saying about another man. Miro tried to pull out his macho card and try to put CJ Perry in her place, but Miro, it's 2023. You can't do that type of stuff anymore, Miro. Miro promises not to lay any hands on Andrade during this tournament, but after the tournament, it looks like Andrade better watch his back. Penta and Commander were going up against the hometown heroes Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Luke, who got a nice homecoming pop. Magic and Penta start at 100 miles per hour, and Penta soccer kicked the shit out of Magic right on his head, like straight punted Daddy Magic's head, but Daddy Magic got right back up and no-sold it, and they just kept going. Then Commander gets tagged in and starts flipping all over the place like he was Peter Parker. Everyone was running in and out of the ring, but at least the fans were chanting, this is awesome, because they don't care who wins. They're cheering 
for everyone in this match. Penta and Commander won, and everyone seemed to have a really fun time, including all four of the wrestlers. Andrade versus Danielson for the main events in this Continental Classic tournament, and they were putting on a wrestling clinic at the start of this match. Danielson was basically wrestling with one eye because of the patch on his face, and that can't be comfortable or easy to do. Danielson got juice near the injured and now exposed eye that he was trying to protect, and Andrade started healing a little bit and started playing dirty because Andrade was working on the eye, trying to get that gash to open up even more. This match was hard hitting and talk about overkill because Andrade made sure Danielson was not going to get back up and was not going to be able to kick out because Andrade gave Danielson two spinning elbows, two running knees, and a DDT for good measure and pinned Danielson unexpectedly this was an upset by Andrade Danielson Andrade and Brody King all have six points now and Andrade defeated one of the favorites to win this tournament Brian Danielson the math in this tournament is adding up quick the competition is getting tighter and the scoreboards are going to be getting smaller and smaller overall not too much went down on this episode of collision other than the unexpected finish to the main event match but let me know what you guys think hit me up at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon